and welcome back to the Past Patrick Podcast, where we talk everything sports, news, related, free agency, Tyreek Hill is a Miami Dolphin, the Nets lose to the Grizzlies last night, even though John Morant did not play, but what I see from the Grizzlies, and what I think everybody should take away from the Grizzlies, is youth, young, and that's the way you gotta do it. You know, getting back into the NBA a little bit, the Lakers, watched them last night too, play against Philly, um, you just see two different variations there of what works and what doesn't. And the Lakers, at moments, look like a playoff team. But the fact of the matter is, for some reason, they're not playing like that when LeBron and AD are on the court. And so all in all, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't matter. But the Grizzlies last night proved, they proved that even without their star player, they can hold on to the top seed, one of the top seeds in the West. I love it. I love it. When you look at what Kyrie and Durant, they combined for 78 points in the 132-120 loss for the Grizzlies. But will, will even with Irving back, will it make a difference for the Brooklyn Nets. And that's the that's the question everyone's had ever since the mandate was put in place uh, for uh, Brooklyn players. If they're not vaccinated, they can't play in Brooklyn. Uh, one of the weirdest rules I've seen. Uh, players that are unvaccinated can come in and play, but home players can't. Now, it's reported that that is going to get dropped, that mandate. So Kyrie Irving will be back. But in that loss... Is it even going to be enough? Can they even produce a deep playoff run? I don't know. I really don't know. Because even though Kevin Durant is unguardable, and even though Kyrie Irving is back and he's got the best handles, it's still, it's still the chemistry. It, it takes time for these things to work. I mean, I hate to say it, but Kyrie Irving, uh, that wouldn't have even been an issue, the mandate. If he'd got vaccinated, and he could have been playing all year. But the fact of the matter is, will we even see Ben Simmons on the court soon? All these factors play in to a deep playoff run that the Brooklyn Nets could make. Now, do I think they're still a top team in the East? Yes, even though they've had their struggles, I believe they will be a formidable team going into the play-in tournament slash playoffs. But... This shows why chemistry is so important. You can't just throw this stuff together. I mean, if you have ultra-talented people, it makes it easier. But you can't throw this stuff together and instantly have chemistry. And even if Kyrie Irving comes back full-time, is, is he going to be able to do enough to put the nets over the top? Because KD's had to carry this team. He's had to carry this team the whole time this year. He's been the only consistent with James Harden, that drama, Kyrie Irving, and now Ben Simmons on the team. It's just been so up and down this whole year for KD. And, you know, KD is a top player. So it's not saying that KD couldn't carry this team, uh, but he could only carry them so far. He needs those other pieces. I really hope we get to see Ben Simmons and Kyrie and KD get that chemistry working because that offense, whew, nobody wants a part of that. Nobody wants a part of that. But ultimately, very disappointing uh, for the Nets last night. Uh, kudos to the Grizzlies. 
they get a much needed win. Um, you know, Ja Morant, what can you say about that guy? I know he wanted to be on the court last night. Obviously, though, his team is in good hands. Uh, they, they pull it together. They got youth, and that's the biggest difference between them and the Lakers. What I saw from the Lakers last night, just fighting for their lives to hold on. I mean, they couldn't make a three when they needed to. And you know what? I'm not going to put all the blame on Russell Westbrook. AD and LeBron weren't in last night. I believe if those two guys were in and that team's playing like they, they were, I think they would have beaten the uh, 76ers. But again, you can't put this stuff together so late. I mean, even if AD and LeBron do come back, would that even be enough to put <laughs> them over the top uh, to make a deep playoff run? I don't think so because the chemistry is just not there. So, all in all, Lakers still trending down, Grizzlies trending up, Nets trending right in the middle, slightly down for me. I, I don't see uh, the Nets beating the Bucks. I got the Bucks uh, at the top of the list there. I don't think they're good enough to beat the Bucks. I think Miami's a little better. I think the Boston Celtics are a fad. I don't think they have the, I don't think they can sustain this um, going through the playoffs. What I've seen has been great. They've been winning a crazy amount of games. They've had some great win streaks by the Boston Celtics. But I need to see a little more in the uh, playoffs, the playoff area. Because, you know, I'm just not going to put all my eggs in that basket right now when it comes to the Boston Celtics. I just can't. Yeah, but, you know, KD is unguardable. LeBron's team is old. Memphis is young. Giannis and the Bucks are def are going to be defending the, the uh, their championship in the finals. So far, what's going on in the NBA, and that's my predictions. So, you know, we're going to shift a little bit uh, to the bigger story that happened yesterday that seemed to consume the news, and that was Tyreek Hill moving away from the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Kansas City Chiefs, they got five draft picks, including a first, a second, in the 2022 draft for Tyreek Hill, who then goes and signs a $120 million contract with the Dolphins. It's a four-year one. Uh, it's making him the highest paid receiver in NFL history, and the deal has even surpassed the Devontae Adams last week, which, you know, was for a five-year contract, and it was around $28.5 million per season. So, Hill has had uh, about 67 total touchdowns, he had four 1,000-yard seasons, and three All-Pro honors, and he won a Super Bowl there uh, in Kansas City. But Kansas City made the right move here. No, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He is a talent uh, like no other. He is called the Cheetah. He is one of the fastest guys uh, in the NFL. That's just been proven. But let's not let's not get it uh, mixed up here. He was getting older. All right? And I get it. I get it. This is the unpopular opinion right now. How could you give that up? What's wrong with you? You have a chance to win now. Here is the thing that I see wrong with that mentality. The Chiefs had so many heat defensive holes, offensive holes they needed to fill, and I love it because they get five draft picks, and I love draft picks. Whenever I talk about football, I love my draft picks. I'm the complete opposite of the mantra of um, give everything away for a couple good players. Now, I do believe that is the case when you are the Rams. Now, the Rams had a different formula going on there they had some pieces already in place that defense was no holes they had gotten Jalen Ramsey 
it worked for them. But let's not get it twisted. The Rams aren't going to be going on a dynasty here. Let's just not get it twisted. Oh, not. Nah. You need draft picks. You need everything to make it work. You can't just focus on one aspect and trading the future away. If that was the case, uh, everyone would have the star players, a bunch of teams, and every other team would have five picks in the first round if everyone was doing that. Picks still matter. And where I'm going with this is most people, including probably in the Kansas City area, can't believe that because that takes their Super Bowl chances down. No, 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 no. It may take your Super Bowl chances down this coming year. But what if you hit on, let's just say, three of the five draft picks? That's reasonable, right? You know, you got two firsts, a second. Let's say you hit on those three. I believe they have 12 picks in the draft. If they hit on three of those picks, just three, that's better than one player. It is. If you can get an O-lineman, if you can get another receiver, and if you can get some defensive help, maybe a corner or a linebacker, that's going to make your team have way more depth for the future. And another big thing, they're cheap. These guys are cheap. You know, Kansas City, it, it, it's a team that was projected to have a dynasty and things didn't go that way. But let's let's try to remember and put it in perspective here. They're not the Rams. Their division has gotten a lot better, too. So I think that's even more like why people are like, why would you get rid of Hill? Devontae Adams came, Khalil Max in the league, Russell Wilson, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Chandler Jones, he came into our division. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are all big moves. Those are all big moves. But you do know there can only be one division winner, right? Do all these teams understand that? Only one of them is going to win it. And if you're willing to trade away to your first rounder, your second rounder, give them away. Give them away for the next two years. Come on, let's go. Let's get a player. It's not going to make that much of a difference because I think the Raiders are one of the better setup teams in the AFC West. I think I think that was the, the overall factor uh, from this free agency. That's one of the main things I saw. The Raiders, they got Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones. They added a couple players that are the best. Now, Khalil Mack to the Chargers is still good. Russell Wilson is still very good uh, to the Broncos. And Kansas City, they've, they've lost some of their oomph, but also I believe they've gained stability because stability is so important in the NFL if you are, in fact, trying to prolong your Super Bowl chances, which I think is important for Kansas City when it comes to Mahomes and utilizing all the talent he has. You don't want to strap yourself for cash with a, a high-paying receiver and also tr have no draft picks and throw everything onto each season, you will be playing, you'll be so top-heavy. You'll have Mahomes, Kelsey Hill, maybe a decent running back, and your defense will stink. I mean, you got to spread the money around. you got to have youth. you got to have the perfect mixture to win. I love the move. I know a lot of people don't see it that way. A lot of people uh, see it as you can't just give up your best receiver uh, like that, but it was the smartest move because apparently the contract extension talks, they failed, and, you know, they would. They're paying Mahomes. They're paying Kelsey. They're paying Chris Jones. They're paying a lot of these guys, and you can't pay everyone, and that's what I take away from it, and it's one of the smartest moves I think the Chiefs could have made. Now, as far as Tyreek Hill, where he's going... This is all about the money for him, and you you can tell it is. I think he'll come back to Kansas City after this contract ends. Uh, you know, I mean, it's 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 all about the money right now for uh, Tyreek Hill because he knows he's going to 
he's going from Patrick Mahomes to Tua Tungavaiola. I mean, Tua, he's a good quarterback, but I don't. he's not on Patrick Mahomes' level, so he's not going to be getting the deep throws, I believe, like he would in Kansas City. Um, but right now, the wide receiver market is, in the words of Antonio Brown, it's booming. Uh, a lot of money is being thrown at receivers. It really started out uh, with Kirk uh, going to the Jaguars. I believe that was for like $84 million in the 80s uh, for a few years or more. Uh, and then it just spiraled there when Devontae Adams got a huge deal. Now Tyreek Hill. Uh, you're, you're starting to see this uh, trend here where these contracts, they're getting astronomical. Speaking of contracts... Speaking of teams, and this is a storyline that I want to talk about because there's been a lot of mixed conversation around it in the sports world. And that storyline, we're just going to switch it over, is Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns and the drama that has ensued on Cleveland. Cleveland, this message is to you. You have found a way to royally... And I mean royally mess up. I'm just going to say it. You are the Cleveland Browns. uh, This is probably the most unpopular opinion in all of this. I don't think you should have went after Deshaun. What are you doing, Cleveland? You know, Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns are somewhat like the Cowboys fans. Kind of delusional in the way they think. And the Browns organization is definitely delusional Uh, everyone is going to say Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson what are you talking about he's the the best he's one of the best we need a mature quarterback we need a mature guy quarterback we're gonna fly down there we don't care if Baker knows yeah Baker got hurt he put it all on the line for us he's a baller he games out but you know what we want a mature quarterback 22 sexual assault cases does that sound very mature to you? Now, granted, are they all true? Who knows? Um, who knows what the situation there is? But the what's around Deshaun Watson, all the chatter, even if even if they're not all true, you can't, like, what are you doing? If you are so much about ending the dysfunction, Cleveland, and you are so much about moving forward, you keep Baker. You re-sign Baker for a few more years. You find stability. You keep Stevin, uh, Kevin Stefanski. Excuse me. This is the most unpopular opinion, but you gave Deshaun Watson, a 26-year-old, with 22 sexual assault cases alleged against him, who hasn't played in a year, and we don't even know if the NFL is going to bring a suspension down on him. We don't know. He could be out uh, for half the season with a suspension. And you're paying him $230 million guaranteed. And and not only that, you're only paying him a million this year, which works out to about 60 some thousand a game, to where if he gets suspended, you've worked it out, to where most of his salary is not coming this year. It's coming in the later years. That 200 and it'll bring it to about 220 29 million guaranteed. That's ridiculous for a 26 year old with that much chatter. It's ridiculous when Baker Mayfield has put it all on the line for you. He's put it all on the line for you, Cleveland, and he threw it back in his face. You get Amari Cooper, I believe that's a decent move, but why in the world? Would you just lean back into the dysfunction like this? 
I'm just going to say it. I don't think Cleveland's going to win. I don't think they're going to capitalize. I don't think they're winning a Super Bowl. I'm not going to pick them. There's too much chatter. It's Deshaun Watson. He could be out half the year next year. So you're looking at a guy that could potentially only play, I believe, seven games next year, trying to get chemistry with the Browns, and then you got to wait and go into the next offseason where he's a year older. The mobility may not be there as much. You know, you're going to have a couple good years left on the contract, maybe a few, and you're going to have to capitalize, and your team's getting older. Now, the Browns, you have leaned back into dysfunction. And people can argue, and people can say, well, you know, Baker wasn't a top-tier quarterback. Maybe he wasn't, but you can win a lot of different ways. Maybe he wasn't, but he also had a torn-up shoulder, and he was wearing a sling, and he was wearing a brace and everything else to keep him on the field. He probably should have just sat out, but he gave his all to you, Cleveland. And granted, I don't believe on the talent level Baker is on with Deshaun Watson. But let's not forget, we have not seen Deshaun Watson in a year. We just don't know. So when you're going to talk about giving somebody $230 million guaranteed and you don't know, you just don't know what he is, that's foolish. That's just wrong. That's just not how you run an organization. And, you know, Haslam, he's the owner. Trust me, I'm a Washington fan. I exactly know what dysfunction is. I know what it is. I see it every other day. And the Browns, you're just dysfunctional like us. I would be saying the same thing if Washington went out and got him. Great. Just great. Because even though he's an amazing talent, he brings a lot of noise with him. A lot of noise. A lot of chatter. And don't get me wrong... They may make a strong run towards the playoffs, but not this year. No, because I believe he'll get suspended. I believe it'll be the year after this coming year. And you have to wait that long. Just to make a run at the playoffs. And you know what? Deshaun Watson got his money. Good for him. He took the Browns to the cleaners. The Browns, I believe, um, made a huge mistake. um, Because even though, you know, that division is not an easy division. You got the Ravens with Lamar. You got the Steelers, and I believe the Steelers are a little better than the Browns with Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky, excuse me. And the Bengals with Joe Burrow? I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. Browns will do brown things. Cowboys will do cowboy things. Washington will do Washington things. And for the foreseeable future, that's just the way it's going to be. Uh, reports that uh, they were looking for a trade partner for Baker. Um, the Colts, of course, went out and got Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan will do well uh, Indiana, in Indianapolis. You know, he he has given his all to Atlanta. I believe that was mutual. Hey, Matt, where do you want to go? Let's send you to a place. You've given everything to Atlanta. Let's send you to a place. Let's do it right. And good for Matt Ryan. He's going to go to Indianapolis, or excuse me, he didn't give Indiana everything, not yet, he gave, it, he gave Atlanta everything he had, and so I, I just believe that's a good move, you know, the Indianapolis Colts, they had Carson Wentz, I believe they utilize uh, more traditional quarterbacks better, uh, you know, not gunslingers, not guys that make it up as they go, I think they 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 did really well with Phillip Rivers, more so than I believe with Carson Wentz. Uh, I'm happy that Washington has Carson Wentz now. Will it be? I would take, personally, I would take Carson Wentz over Matt Ryan. 
the upside is just a little more. Uh, he's a little older, Matt Ryan. Uh, this is going to be a nice uh, walk into the sunset for Matt Ryan. Uh, great player. Uh, MVP. Uh, you know, could have had a Super Bowl. <laughs> Didn't come up big in that game in the second half. But all in all, good move from Indiana. Indiana. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. For Indiana, they have one of the best lines, and so Matt Ryan won't have to do too much. He's not the most most athletic guy, uh, but all in all, great move. Love it. Indiana, you got yourself a mature quarterback, and, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, it was reported he wanted to go to Indiana. He wanted to go to Indiana. Uh, where Baker Mayfield lands is very interesting. Uh, Seattle needs a quarterback still, but they got Drew Locke, and Seattle's just resetting the whole thing this year. If we just talk about that, we could talk about that for an hour, what the Seattle Seahawks plan to do. They reset the whole thing, and I love it because you got to. I really, and that's that's why I believe the Chiefs made this move, you have to have a balance when you trade away Tyreek Hill. Because you've seen what the Seahawks have done. They've tried to make it work like the Rams. And it just never worked again. So if they go out and get Baker, I don't believe that would be the worst move, though. You know, But the, the Browns would have to cut him. And I don't believe the Browns want to cut him. Because the Steelers, there's rumors out there. There's people talking. Uh, there's a lot of things going around that the Steelers, if cut, would love to go sign Baker Mayfield. And I know that Baker Mayfield would love to go to Pittsburgh and haunt the Cleveland Browns. See, Cleveland doesn't want that. And that's exactly why they're trying to figure out what to do with Baker. So we may not see a move uh, with Baker until spring or summer, until after the draft, till we see what some of these teams do at quarterback. Uh, it's been rumored that the Steelers could be going after Malik Willis. Uh, you know, he ha had dinner with Mike Tomlin. Uh, good young quarterback. They have Mitch Trubisky, but I, I believe he's only going to be there for a couple years, a bridge quarterback. You know, so it just just very a lot of moves going on in the NFL right now. All in all, the Browns you you stayed dysfunctional, um, whatever. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you had a guy in Baker Mayfield who won it, who gave it it all, gave it his all, and you could have just had more stability there. You could have just had a stability. Sign him for a few years, Cleveland. You could have had some stability. But no, no. You know, one of the teams that improved this this uh, free agency period was no doubt the Broncos. They got Russell Wilson and another team in that same division were the Raiders, Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones, Chargers, Khalil Mack. They got better. And then you had Kansas City, who I believe is adding more depth, and they're better. Here's the thing. There can only be one winner. So I'm going to give you my rankings of who I believe will finish first in that division. Number one. My number one ranking is the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to finish number one. Um, they have a great team. They're going to add, add more depth. I still have them as one of the best teams in that division, uh, all because of Mahomes. Uh, they're going to finish first. Even with Kelsey, they got Juju. They added him. So they're going to have some some receivers to throw to. So undoubtedly, they still got Hardman. They got some good uh, uh, running backs. They're going to even add more depth through the draft. They got two first rounders. I believe they're going to take an offensive lineman. 
a wide receiver, and then a bunch of defensive players later on. So you have the Chiefs finishing first. My second team finishing is actually the Denver Broncos because they got Nathaniel Hackett, a young coach, younger coach than you know Fangio, an offensive-minded coach, which is what Russell Wilson has, hasn't had. He hasn't had that. Even in Seattle, he didn't have a offensive-minded coach. So I just I see the the Denver Broncos finishing second in that division. Uh, they will make the playoffs, and I think Russell Wilson will be rejuvenated uh, in Denver. So very exciting for Denver fans. They still got uh, Tim Patrick at wide receiver. They still got Jerry Judy. They had to trade away Noah Fan, but they were kind of having another tight end emerge there at the end. I believe they could go tight end in the draft and offensive line, just bolster that offense a little more. Which I would be, which would be smart. Then I'd go a little defense. So they finished second for me. My third team that finishes are the the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. I almost called them the Oakland Raiders. Then the Las Vegas Raiders. They finished. Uh, they finished third. Mainly because Derek Carr is the fourth best um, quarterback in that division, behind Mahomes, Wilson. Then you got Herbert, and then it's Carr. But what they've added is Chandler Jones to go along with Crosby and rush in that rush defense. Okay, they also have Darren Waller, still there. They add the number one receiver, Devontae Adams. They got Hunter Renfro, Hunter Renfro, excuse me, <laughs> and and you know they have Derek Carr, decent quarterback, good quarterback, strong arm uh, at the quarterback position, and he's he's good. So I think they're going to finish third. I think it's going to be tight between them and Denver. And why I'm putting the Chargers at last. I'm putting the Chargers uh, back at fourth position. It's nothing against the Chargers. One, Herbert is still great, still a great quarterback. They add Khalil Mack, but Khalil Mack is aging. Let's not forget that. Um, and Herbert, he has, you know, he's got Allen. He's got some guys to work with there, but overall, I just don't see them as the most improved. I just don't. Now, people will argue and say they're going to be second. Um, I don't see it. I see Denver uh, finishing second to the Chiefs, but that division is going to be tight. You just better believe it. It's going to be a tight division. It's going to be one of the best divisions in football. All those games are going to be on TV. (laughs) The AFC West is going to have a lot of games on. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, Aaron, you got your money, but you lost Devontae. And, you know, normally, here's my opinion, because you could say, well, wait a minute, how are you saying the Packers are worse and not the Chiefs? The Packers, for one thing, did not even get as much as the uh, Chiefs did for Tyreek Hill, and he's the best receiver. And they don't really have the weapons that the Kansas City Chiefs still have. Uh, Alan Lazard, he's okay. You know, are you going to bring back Randall Cobb? They got Aaron Jones at the running back position. He's still good. Uh, Preston Smith um, on the defensive side. They still have some pieces, but Aaron Rodgers is there, and he's taken most of the money. And now the contract he took actually helps them this year. But it's going to, you know, hurt their cap later on. Aaron Rodgers has undoubtedly the a worse roster than he did last year. It's just the truth. Devontae Adams is gone. You lost one of the best receivers. 
Now, can you pick up a wide receiver in the draft? Yes. It's a deep wide receiver class. But Packers are going to do Packers things too. I mean, you're going to get to the NFC Championship, lose it. That's just, that's just what's going to happen. I think Aaron Rodgers knows that. A lot of moves. My commanders, Carson Wentz, Andrew Norwell. Uh, I like those moves. Offseason moves, those are the biggest ones. We brought back Bobby McCain. Exciting in the NFL during free agency, no doubt. I love I love the Von Miller to Buffalo. See, that's a team. Right there's an example. The Buffalo Bills are one of those teams that I believe could emulate what the Rams are right now, because they are so set up on both sides of the ball. When you add Von Miller, and if you would trade away more to get an offensive player, another uh, threat, a running back, they're a Super Bowl team, Super Bowl contenders. Just 100%. So there are certain teams where I believe those methods work to trade away your future. But I'm not buying into it for every team. I love the Chiefs trading away Tyreek Hill. I know all their uh, opponents love it too. But I, I, I love it. It, it. It's going to set you up later on uh, in the future. There are certain teams where that mindset's going to work. There are other teams where it's just not going to work. Every team is different. Um, Washington will have to make some decisions uh, on Terry McLaurin, uh, you know, and Deron Payne, and uh, I'm not, I like to take a little bit every show to talk about the Washington Commanders, but I'm going to leave it at that, because <laughs> they still got a lot of moves to make. Everyone, thank you for listening to the podcast today. Uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button, leave a review. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, social media accounts. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. This has been Pastor Patrick.